are listening to T-Mac and Cookie Monster on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Engaging an exciting conversation on life, God, and pop culture. Every week on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is T-Mac. And my name is Cookie Monster. And the voice of the people. Okay. And today we are joined by Courtney Antipas. There's Hello. no no AKA anymore. It's just Courtney. No, no AKA. That name is taken already, so I can't. Aye, wow. Too funny, too funny. Yes. So um, today we are going to be talking about. I think it might possibly be one thing that maybe we've all been through. I don't know. Possibly. We'll see as we go. How much, how honest people decide to be in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about backsliding and just the process of how that happens or why people get in that mind space of walking away from their faith or walking away from God. So that should be interesting. Actually, that's a Christianese word, right? Pretty much, backsliding. Pretty much. We've actually, we've actually covered it. Did we? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Backsliding. When you're still yes, creative. you're when right. You're still anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So please refer to episode 19 for the it's a revised version of revised. backsliding. Ah, <laughs> yeah. So today uh, we're actually naming this topic. I'm slipping. I'm falling. Um, <laughs> so we want to talk about this subject, right? Because um, we may know people who used to be on fire for God. Uh, but then just through the passage of time, things happen. They they just start falling into all kinds of things. Or we may know people who used to be very consistent with their church attendance and used to be involved in church and, you know, just all the godly things. But now they, they, now they don't do that anymore. So I want to talk about that. And maybe it could be you, you know, you maybe you used to be very on fire for God and focused on God, but you, you're just not there anymore. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. The, the discussion is going to be centered around that. What, what What's the story with that? What what you causes know, that? You know, as you were talking and you said people who are fall, falling, falling away or whatever, that that term like falling, it almost makes it seem like it's something is it's, it's a process that's happening to you. Because, right. you know, like when you trip and fall, it's not like you planned to uh-huh. fall. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about when people say, "Oh, he's fallen away," or "He's falling away," because it's like, "Oh, shame! It's something he can't control." Okay, doing a moonwalk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's a, that's actually a dope description of like placing biscuit quite true. right now. Like <laughs> you would be very proud of your statement. But yeah, is it something that we can control? Do you find that when people are in this, if you want to call it a phase or season? <laughs> Do they feel in control of what is happening? This process of, quote unquote, falling away. Kind of like how people say, I'm falling in love. I feel like, no, you're choosing to love this person. Right. <clears throat> so, I don't know. In fact, sorry, before we, before we continue, um, I'd like Courtney to, to just introduce who exactly he is. Because right. some people that don't know who useful. he is and what he does. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Cool. Uh, doesn't matter really. But anyway, um, yeah. To me. Courtney Antipas. Um, I, who I am, uh, recently I've come up, hey? Antipas isn't that a Greek name? Yeah, it is. But are you Greek? Um, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
See, like two generations back, uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as much as far as back as I know, my great grandfather went back to go fight in the war. Well, someone world war something like that. Mm-hmm. So I left my grandfather here, and that's like cut off. So I don't know anything uh, about that side. Cool, so, cool. so yeah. Um, Long story short, yeah, I am Greek. <laughs> I just have no real ties to Greece. Anyway, besides the name. Um, yeah, so Courtney Antipas, uh, recent, well, I guess who I am, I am a loved and accepted person, and that should be enough by God. Um, what I do, music, um, I'm, I, I'm kind of, I don't want to say, of whatever, I like vlogging now. It's just a cool way in which i'm an artsy person so i'm expressive in that sense so whether it's audio video yeah production that's pretty much me right now um yeah i won't get into all the other things yeah. that i'm studying or whatever it's I not, like not the time being so modest about the fact that you're like one of the best rappers see as you, you know. just said i'm one of the best rappers quote unquote but Courtney needs to introduce himself. Maybe people don't know. So, Courtney is one of the. <laughs> I don't. In my view, is the person, best Christian rapper in Zim and possibly in Africa. This dude is bad news. Anyway, that's what I think and what I think He's matters. Bad news, but he raps the good news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's start. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so, where, where does it all begin? I, I think we're talking about the fact that maybe, you know, we shouldn't call it. Um, calling, <clears throat> mm-hmm. right? Because we kind of remove the responsibility from the person. Yeah. 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 So I talk now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought more was the way you were talking. Mm-hmm. I was like, I thought more was coming. Um, I, yeah, I, I think, I think just the use of the word falling, uh, as you say, takes away the responsibility because it's not like you don't know what you need to do. You don't want to do it. Right. Like, if I'm honest, if I talk about my time when I spent, you know, chasing the dream per se out in the world, yeah. um, it's not that I didn't know that there was I was compromising. I knew I was compromising, but I didn't want to hear that I was compromising. So right. you justify it. Sometimes I think what you don't know is you you assume that you're still okay. And then you get to a point, a roadblock where you where it's like you hit with like this real thing, like okay, wait, do I really believe yeah. in this God that I say I believe in? Because this is the only thing that seems to be holding me back from quote unquote making it. Right. Okay, you want to go out and you want to, you know, you know, um, um, make the most of of your quote unquote gift out in the world. But then you're like, okay, I can't really talk about this type of stuff because it's like, doesn't line up with my faith. It can't yeah. really do that. But then, but I mean, isn't it grace? Isn't we, we throw that one in right. there. Isn't it grace? And we start talking ourselves into like, okay, so maybe I'll just take a step. And then eventually you get to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm just, I'm deep in, I'm deep in this here. And then coming out, uh, whether it's the guilt or just the pleasure or whatever it might be that you hooked onto yeah. in that world that now you're like, okay, you know, I'm too far gone. 
per se. But no one actually is too far gone. I think it's more of the enemy that's actually telling you that you cannot go back. Look at your life. Look at, I mean, he's the accuser at the end of the day, right. you know. So, um, yeah, um, we know what we're doing, when we're doing it. We just don't want to admit it. That's the truth. But don't you think uh, there's scenarios where, or situations where um, people start to lose their faith in God because of things that happen to them? So here's what yeah. I'm going to say. Someone can go through a tragedy, can go through a really difficult, <clears throat> excuse me, episode. Yeah. Right. And that dents their confidence in the person yeah. of God. Yeah. And then they can just start, I guess, slipping. Yeah, I mean, it's one of two reactions yeah. when you get disappointed. Either you're angry or you're like, I really want to press into God and get his comfort. Or exactly, yeah. Because you find this is the weird thing also. Um, what brought me back was a situation like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, my, with my grandmother passing away, it was a really crazy like thing that happened for me. It was painful because we were really close. And that's what made me explore my faith again. Mm. So I don't know. Look, it varies for people. I understand that um, with some people, um, like as you said, it's just something can happen. And it's been like, you know, where was God when I needed him? Yeah. You know, where was, you know, the, the pastor says that, you know, if I do A, B, C, D, God is always going to come through, but God didn't come through. Yeah. So, you know, does that mean he's not, like God or he doesn't exist and yeah. you know all these things start running through your through your mind and stuff but um so I understand that's the thing because you know um I, I I know people and in some ways I've also battled with some of these thoughts yeah. but um they, it still isn't this I, I mean I, I may seem insensitive in saying this but I they, it still isn't a a, a concrete thing to say like, okay, I can't turn away. From, I'm going to turn away from God because, you know, when you get into knowing about him more and his sovereignty and yeah. how he works out all things for your good, because he's, you know, you've been transformed into the image of his son. And when you start digging deeper, then you start understanding like, okay, everything that life throws at me is to make me better, you know? And even if it seems like it's, it's a- sucks at the moment eventually there's a lesson in this and stuff so yeah um perspective and stuff but yeah people do have different reasons that they you know uh use to say to justify why they want to turn away from god i think that's probably the best way i can put it Mm, just a quick one there's a scripture that i want to read here uh it's james chapter chapter one Mm-hmm. In verse 13, it says, when, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Then the 14th <laughs> verse says, but each one is tempted when by his own evil desire is, is lured away and enticed. Then it goes on and on and on. Uh, but the picture that this verse is, is painting is that we're tempted when, I guess, when we give into, when we give into certain desires those can then begin to, to lead us yeah. um, into a, on a path that, I guess, ends up being a very slippery one mm. and can lead us <clears throat> in a very dangerous place. But I'm just saying that maybe we can, we can talk about that a little bit, that um, just the whole process of temptation, 
you know, because I, I don't know if we talk about that enough, that we're tempted every day. Yeah. Right. Even in church, mm-hmm. there's lots of there's, there's, there's lots of temptations and it's very easy for us to to start compromising while going to church. Yeah. And slowly we just begin to lose that, you know, that 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 conscience, that that thing, that conviction. And before we know it, <clears throat> we are in a dangerous place. So I think for our listeners, what, what, I'd like, what I'd like us to talk about is just this whole process of, of temptation, right? T-Mac was saying, you're not necessarily falling. It's not something that's happening to you, but you see it coming. Mm-hmm. You can see that this is what I'm doing. You can see that the conversation I'm having with this person is going to lead somewhere. Or you can see that this stuff that I'm watching is not good, whatever the case is. So how, how do we... I guess, identify temptation? How do I identify something that could potentially start leading us on that downward, downward spiral? You know, I, I actually, when you, were, when you were saying that even in church we can be tempted, uh, first of all, my mind went to, oh, okay, maybe if some girl is dressed not so great in church, you could tempt it to look at her lustfully. But then those are very obvious things. There's other things that are not so obvious that also just get us moving down that slippery slope, like pride. Like you start to think that, I mean, I'm brilliant. I mean, yeah. everything that I do is thanks to my intelligence, my efforts, my good looks, whatever. And you get to a point when it's like, ah, I pray to God out of courtesy maybe, or just to say thank you, or just to, say, just to look good in front of other Christians, but you don't yeah. necessarily believe that all the good things that you're doing are through God. Yeah. And that pride can definitely lead you down that road. So you're doing well in your career, things are working. Mm. Um, let's say, okay, in church we like to say God is blessing you and the business, the business is going well. Things are now firing. And it's very easy to now start thinking, you know what, I, I, I did this by myself or mm. to think, you know, I've, I've got this. Or even people who serve, like worship leaders. Yeah. So many people are just like, oh, you did so great this Sunday. You're like, yeah, I'm done. Like you said, bad news. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you start little by little relying more on yourself than on God. Like you increase and he actually decreases, even though you're still serving him. So we're saying success, even within a godly context, can be dangerous. Mm, I reckon. Courtney? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess, look, like when you say where this temptation comes from, I think it's found in that, that same portion of scripture that you were reading, that James 1 from 14. Temptation comes from our own desires. I'm reading from the NLT, by the way. Yeah. So it comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So the thing is, who allows it? When sin is allowed to grow, who allows it? So as you, can, as you said, temptation, we live with temptation all around us. We have these desires inside of us because we are still in fleshly bodies. Yeah. So it, if you don't have, like, here's the thing, as a, as a male, if you don't have a, if you see a beautiful woman and you, you're not like, wow, she's beautiful, then you're probably not alive. If you, what, like, say, for example, or, or left alone in a room and there's money on the table and it's not yours and you and the thought doesn't pass your mind in your head to say hey let me just take it and go then you're probably (laughs) not alive these things will pass through your minds they will there but then 
if you give in to them, it's giving in to these things, I think, that leads you and it gives birth to sin. And if that is not checked and if that is not controlled, that's where now someone gets into a backslidden (laughs) state, which we're talking about now. So, yeah, um, it comes from our desires and stuff. And you're so right. Um, I think when we think of temptation, we only think of the obvious things like to lust, to, you know, uh, lie, to do those type of things. But then, you know, temptation can come in a compliment. Like, as you said, someone can be like, there was a great worship today or that's a great song or you're the best uh, rapper you know in Zim and I can be like but I am yeah man sorry bro so I was actually putting you but take there <laughs> <laughs> no you weren't but you see it, it, it's not your desire it talks yeah. about me my own desire so right. if I have a pride problem yeah. then that is going to be an issue for me you get what I'm saying yeah. so yeah I guess uh, maybe that's uh, anyway I guess that's why I yeah some people perceive me to be modest, but I know what I'm checking inside of myself. Because mm-hmm. that flesh that wants to come out and be like, yes, I'm that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I like the fact that you, you use the word um, check there. Yeah. Because I think that the next question that I'd want to ask is, do people have checks? Do they, you know, are we, are we proactively putting things in place that help us check where we're at? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because if... Um, as a young man, you know that you could possibly have a, a problem um, in, in a particular area. Yeah. What checks have you put in place to make sure that, you know, you, 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 you don't fall into, into certain things? Or like you said, if you're an artist, if you're a worship leader, mm. you know you, you could potentially have a, a pride problem. Maybe you're a preacher, right? A pastor. And you know that you, you can preach up a storm. But you also know that that mm. can kind of lead you to pride. What checks... Um, what mechanisms have you put in place to make sure that you check yourself? You know, I, I remember Pastor E. Oles used to say back when in cross culture that check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so what, what sort of checks and balances can we, are, are there that people can put in place to, you know, to make sure that we kind of watch where we're at? Maybe we don't take enough time to really get to know ourselves. Because you are aware that there's forgiveness. <laughs> like, I don't Grace. know, like, you know that I'm not perfect. We all hear the expression, nobody's perfect. So when you do mess up, I don't think you go to the extent of thinking, I actually have a problem in this area. You just think, Asha, I'm human, bruh, I made a mistake. And then you just go along your merry way. And you may not even notice that there's a pattern forming and you keep making the same mistakes because you know that... Uh, if I just ask for forgiveness, I'll be bought. Um, I think that's the beauty of Christianity um, in that we promise the Holy Spirit and he will, the Bible says that he'll guide us in all truth, right? Mm-hmm. So I think as a believer, the first check you get is from the Spirit. Yeah. So if you are getting no checks, then you probably need to now take a few steps back and find out, are you actually a believer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I think a Christian will have checks. It's, are you feeding into those checks? Because, you know, what you feed into, that's what you control by. Are you feeding into the flesh or are you feeding into the checks of the Holy Spirit? Because the truth is we have checks all the time. Just like how we tempted, we also have checks. Yeah. But what are we listening to more? You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So I like that you touched on the aspect of the Holy Spirit. 
Um, but, you know, maybe for some people, it's not as easy for them to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. Or maybe someone has actually kind of just become numb mm. to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Uh, maybe another layer of checks, if I can call it that, that we can also talk about is accountability. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just having people around you that can hold you to account to mm. say, yo, bruv, what's going on? Who's that girl? Yeah. Mm, how how often do we do right. that? <laughs> like, because we're always stuck between not judging and being loving hey, to people. Yeah, because if I see you being shady, my desire to yeah. not judge you will probably supersede me wanting to help you as my brother. And be like, dude, I think what you were doing was a bit offside or shady, or however I word yeah. it. And at the same time, I'd be like, ah, oh, but teach their own. I yeah, I think I think that. Think I'm judging him. Yeah, that comes with relationship, yeah. and I mean, I know the same thing. Like, I if I don't have a relationship with you, it's difficult. In as much as I know I should do it, it's difficult for me to be like, yo, Tino, or T Mac. That's your name. Oh, T Mac, <laughs> Cookie Monster. Mm. Uh. Yo, what you're doing, fam? I, I don't think it was, you know what I'm saying, appropriate. Or do you, how do you think this, um, people know you as a worship leader, as this person? Well, well, how do you think that that plays? How's your relationship with God? Like, is there any issues? Or, I can't just do that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what? Who are you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and unfortunately, that's the, 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 the climate that we live in. And it's difficult to have real conversations with even homies because it's like, He's meant to be my homie, man. You know, yeah. understand what I'm going through type yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, so. You know, um, I'm part of a group of guys. We've got, um, like, I guess, I don't even know what to call it. But uh, we, we've got a group and there's about five of us, six of us. And we talk about all kinds of random things. Mm. And sometimes we can just start going offside, as guys do. Uh, but we have a friend who's also a pastor on the group right and he's the west he's like anyway. a party pooper bro because <laughs> <laughs> the dude would just be like uh what does god think about this and we're like bro we're just like, having a conversation <laughs> <laughs> and he'll start throwing scriptures but you know what i appreciate that because yeah. um not not having that right as you know as guys you can just start you can go on tangents christian guys we're all like i think we're all good guys at least wanting to do good, right? But, but, but you know, you are sinners saved just, by grace. That's what you are. As guys, it's very easy to just start talking about random things or to get carried away. Yeah. And I think it's important to always have a voice or someone who's who brings you back. Yeah. And check to say, hey, 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 what about this? Have you thought about that? Mm-hmm. And and I think we need to proactively seek that. It's not easy, but I think yeah. we need to proactively seek that in our lives because if we don't, then we just drift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because our desires lead us in a, in a certain way. Yeah. So, but then how, how do you, how, how do you become more accountable? Maybe is, is the question. Mm. Proactively. I think you just, it comes back to relationship and you got to be willing to build and form relationships with people and be honest about your life to that person and vice versa. You know, um, we are, I'm someone who likes to simplify everything. You know, like even when you said, like, 
the Holy Spirit. Some people can't hear. Everybody hears from the Holy Spirit. That little thought that's telling you to do the thing which lines up with scripture, that sounds like you, that's the Holy Spirit. Like right. it's not a, I am the Holy Spirit. I'm here to tell you, take this path. It's none of that stuff, you know. Um, take this path. <laughs> Some people might need the Holy Spirit to tell them to take a bath. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's as simple as that. So even like with relationship, um, you gotta be proactive in that. Okay, I'm gonna avail myself to this particular person, dude. Yo, I'm struggling with these thoughts. I'm struggling with this here. No matter how, th whatever they will think about, if they're your true homie your true friend they will be like okay cool i've got a friend like that there he's ba he's based in south when we get together we just talk about real stuff yeah and we're talking to each other we're talking to each other and while we're doing this we it's not like i'm keeping you accountable i'm going to tell you the truth mm. this is what the bible says and i think you're wrong there i'm listening to him i'm taking in i'm showing him that i'm your boy yeah Whatever you say is, 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 is safe with me. Have you considered this? Have you considered that? Finished. Right. Have you considered what the word says in this, in this instance? It won't even be as formal as that. It might just be in just our general conversation. And then you find two or three hours later, we'll be like, you know what? What you said there made me think about this. Here, and yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm going to take this path, not that path. It's as simple as that. Just getting real taking off the layers we like onions in church unfortunately yeah. mm. smelly onions <laughs> and taking that layer off is not easy it's going to bring tears it's going to be hard but we have to just become vulnerable right. i think that's probably another thing we want to show as if we or put up a front as if we are put together yeah and unfortunately in churches it seems like that's that's the number one thing that's going on everyone comes to kind of show I've got, I'm, 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 I'm following what pastor says. Yeah. So things are going right in my life, whatever, you know, so, but in reality, things ain't like that. There. So yeah. we just need to be real and vulnerable with each other and be intentional about building relationship and mm -hmm. tell people the truth. That's it. And I'm listening to you and I'm like, yes, that is exactly what we need to do. It's not easy. Easy. It's, not. it's, it's really, yeah. So I think yeah. you, I, like, I know for me, I've gone to a space where I'm, well, at a time, I was like, mm, yes, I know the Bible says confess your sins one to another, but some of my sins, ah, I'm, worried, I'm sorry, we're just going to have to deal with these one-on-one. <laughs> -on -one. And I thought for a while, yeah, that's fine. We can keep dealing with the one-on-one, -on -one, but then you really do need someone, hey? Like, because literally, if it's just you and God, uh, yeah, you make a lot of excuses for yourself. Yeah, true. I mean, I found out going through what I've recently gone through that you do need somebody as well that you'll be able to talk to and let them know what's going on in your mind. Because mm. if you don't, yes, it's good. That relationship between you and God is good, but then God also uses people. Sometimes my wife can just say some, just one small little thing that yeah. can knock sense into me and be like, yeah, like I just need to take it easy. Things are going to be okay. I shouldn't right. worry too much. So you need that, you know, but, and also disclaimer, you shouldn't confess your sins to everybody oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because there's some people in the church that, Hey, yeah. As Paul says, they busy bodies. Yeah. They'll run around and you'll hear your stuff being preached about <laughs> eventually. Yeah. So um, I want us to just move swiftly along. <clears throat> I think, you know, just as we, as we draw to a close, 
I know there's so much we can talk about uh, just on this subject. But, you know, oh, maybe what... I realize I haven't... There's a both shared about yourselves, but I haven't said much. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. I'm, I'm just listening. But I think for me, I've been multiple times <laughs> But um, the most recent time was because for some reason I thought Christianity demanded perfection from me. And I just thought, well, that's unattainable. Mm. Why should I even try? So it's, it starts off with thoughts like that. And then I do one thing and then another thing and another thing. And then I'm just like, well, I'm just, I'm not, built for, I'm not built for this yeah. walk. I was still attending church because I liked prisonership and my friends were there. But my heart was not in it at all. And it literally took... And then you get to a point where you've sinned so much and just done so many stupid things that you think you're not worthy of the grace anyway, and you're not worthy of the forgiveness, and you're not worthy of him or yeah. even to get into his presence. Like you just think you're so far gone that it's like, eh, I'm, I'm a lost cause. Yeah. And Tish, when you get there, it's, I ho- hopefully the only way from there is up because that's, for me, that was like the bottom. And it literally took me having a car accident where I felt like I almost died for me to be like, yo, okay, no, but this God thing, <laughs> I may want to revisit that because I don't want to go to hell. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was that. Like sin yeah. really does distance you from wanting more of God and from wanting to be around people who would help you back yeah. to that place. So yeah, it's, it's 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 tricky. I withdrew from everyone, from my family, from my friends. Yeah. Was it that time when you stopped talking to me? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's real, and thank you for sharing that because I think that's really important. Um, what what I find is that as Christians, we 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 often forget the the sharpness of the words that Jesus says. And one of the things that Jesus says is that we should walk on the narrow path. And I know we, we talk about that very glibly sometimes, and we forget, mm-hmm. you know, what the implications of that could be, walking the narrow path. Yeah. You know, um, it means that we literally have to be very careful and we have to be very watchful, you know. And there's um, just so many different examples in Scripture where, where Jesus keeps reminding us how serious this walk is. And I think we also underestimate the kind of enemy that, that we have, you know, just the different traps that the devil will bring. It's not going to be, I don't think it's always going to be like demons and all these weird things. Sometimes it's just the things you like, you know, sometimes mm. it's those things that you think it's harmless, come on. Mm. But slowly, you know, those things draw you away or it's pain, whatever. But I, I, I think I'll just share something that Ravi Zacharias says Yes, I'm going to quote Ravi again. Uh, he says something profound, and, and he talks about how if you don't have an end goal, you won't know what a distraction is, right? Mm. So if you don't have an end goal, you don't know when you're getting distracted. You don't know when you're going to detour if you don't exactly. know where you're going. Yeah. So if, if, our, if we don't set a, a goal to say, I actually want to pursue God, I want to know God, then it's very difficult for us to know when we're being distracted from that. No, meaning that I think there's, there, there needs to be a lot of um, intentionality in the way that we, we live our lives as Christians. We can't just kind of 
go with the flow. We can't just be like, ah, God, just do this God thing. Because then when you start getting distracted, you know, you, you won't, you, you won't know that you're getting distracted. Yeah. So I just, I, I thought that was quite profound. But anyway, I don't know, any closing words from, from you, any parting words from you guys before we... I think don't tell yourself it's a phase because that's pretty dangerous. Or don't tell yourself it's a season. Like if you just sense that you are veering off what you already know is the right path, just talk to someone. I don't know. It, like I said, you feel naked and you feel really vulnerable and very uncomfortable. But eh, it's just, it's, like you said, it's a slippery slope and then... You keep telling yourself, ah, it's just a phase. But then it can end up in apostasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for me, um, it's just a phase that I've recently learned. Because, um, I mean, going through, going through some, like, anxiety issues and you're yeah. a believer. You wonder if, wait, is, I'm a believer. I'm, meant, I'm not meant to be going through these things. And sometimes you can assume that yeah. because you are a believer, these things shouldn't affect you. And um, I think we we need to be at peace with, um, I don't want to say imperfection, because other people can be like, yeah, it means I can do what I want. Yeah. But I mean, we need to be at peace with not being super Christians. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the, right. the way to say it. Um, when we are hurting, yeah, we need to let it out. Acknowledge let it. God know. Acknowledge it. Uh, let someone know that you that that you 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 know trust and you love and you know is there for you and will not, you know, turn around and use that as a you know to blackmail you. You know, like how kids do. Um, but like going back to the first one, like just to let let God know and just to be to rest in the fact that. He loves you and he accepts you no matter what's going on around you. Yeah. Like um, a scripture that I th that I'm thinking of like right now is this John 10. I think it is 14 where he says, I'm the good shepherd. And uh, where, is, where he says, okay, yes, 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 yes. It's actually before that. It says, I'm the good shepherd, 11. The good sheep, uh, the good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees the wolf. He will abandon uh, the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. He says like he, he steps in and he will sacrifice himself for you. So he's not, God is not this, this person that's wanting, waiting, sitting back and waiting for you to reach this particular next step, this particular next level. And it's like, I'm only going to do this for you if you if you, you reach that up. level. If you step it up, you need to step it up, you know. And unfortunately, we'll view him that way because mm -hmm. that's how society works. Yeah. If you want something, you work for it, you get rewarded for it. Yeah. But we need to now rest in the fact that we are loved and we are accepted by him. And even when we go through tough times, yeah. we can actually uh, lean on him because he understands and he cares for us. And eventually we'll see that he used that particular situation because even now we can we can talk about when we when we backslid per se um how it happened we will probably we talk about it in 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 you know this way to say like it's bad we shouldn't have done it and yes we shouldn't have done it but god if you look at your life now yeah. he has not let you go 
yeah. he's 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 used that situation to teach you something and you've actually come out as a better person am i saying now willfully going back it's like no i'm not saying do that but what i'm saying <laughs> is that like at least that one thing no matter what you go through at least that one thing that god loves me i'm accepted I, i'm accepted by him i might not have everything put together right now but he loves me and he's going to work this out for my good and he's going to bring people my way that are going to help me and i'm just going to continue pouring out my heart to him yeah. and eventually eventually he will he will uh, um work out ways in which to get you back yeah. you can come back willingly or you can come back with one leg as long as you come back yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's awesome thanks thanks Courtney for that um the last thing i'm just going to do is that i'm going to give a song dedication today right is the song by Casting Crowns which helped me a lot um it's called slow fade and i love the well you you can listen to it whenever whenever you get a chance but just there's two lines there that i think are, are pretty are pretty deep it says it's a slow fade when you give yourself away it's a slow fade when black and white are turned to gray and thoughts invade choices are made a price will be paid when you've given yourself away people never crumble in a day it's a slow mm-hmm. fade it's a slow fade yeah. and I think that's just the crux of the matter you know that it's a it's a you, sometimes you don't you don't see it coming you don't it's it doesn't announce itself when it's coming mm-hmm. but it's that slow fade so so be watchful see the you know ch- be watchful the red flags um have people around you and listen to the holy spirit you know just all those things that we've shared but you know we could talk forever um thank you guys for listening and thank you Courtney for being with us. Cool. Thank you. T-Mac always appreciate it. We actually missed you. You'd been MIA for too long. Really? Yeah. So I'm going MIA and you're going to be like running. Well, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiant@thehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot, it's fresh, it's uncut. #realtalk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.